Hi, this is Cassie Peterson calling from Portland, Maine, where I am quarantined. This virus and this quarantine are inviting all sorts of things to the surface for me to muck around in and try to make sense of. In regard to my embodied queerness, I'm noticing what the lack of a public-facing posture is allowing for. I realize I'm so accustomed to my body existing in public space as a kind of disruption. My body and my gender and my expression is a disruption to business as usual and to knowing as usual. And I'm always on some level braced for that, both in defensive ways and in inviting ways. Some days I'm up for this tension, other days less so, but the point is that I'm always prepared for it, these daily moments of contact, conflict, and sometimes collision. Because of this, I assume a kind of invisible protective armor out in the world, a toughness, a hardness, and a low-key avoidance of situations that could trigger my own shame. And now being alone in my home during this time has allowed for this armor to come off and stay off. So what is underneath? Who am I without this habitual protective shield? What are the more tender parts that are now more available without me having to zip them up in order to get through the daily grind. But it's not all a relief. There is also a kind of emerging emptiness and a malaise. I mean, what does a warrior do without a war? Where do I find purpose and meaning and curiosity now? These are the questions I'm living in now presently. I'm trying to be open to the new possibilities, but there's also loss there's a lot of loss to sort through, to feel, and to own. How do I cultivate gentleness and not just restage the battle out there, here now, against myself? Hi, this is Ishoke. Um, I am currently in central Brooklyn, um, and I think the thing that I've been reflecting on um, in terms of what it means to be in my queer body right now is how important structure and routine are to helping me feel safe and giving me the illusion at least that I have control over things um, and how deeply disruptive the loss of all of the sort of pieces of structure and routine that I'd put into my days was um, going from you know waking up and 7am workouts and you know, scheduling walks into my day so that I'm not sitting and like all kinds of things that I put into my day to, to give me a sense of, of time passing and to fulfill the needs that I have around movement, around taking care of myself, around connecting to my body, um, have sort of disappeared. And so um, it's been a struggle for me to figure out how to bring some of that structure back um, when I don't have the gym, when I don't have a happy hour to go to, when I don't have 
um, you know, my physical therapist's office to show up at. So what are the ways that I can still fulfill those needs um, that I have around socializing, that I have around wellness um, inside of the apartment that I share um, with my partner and two pets? Um, So that's that has been the adventure. Um, And I have really good days where I feel like, you know, I've I've come up with a, a structure and sort of order to things that makes sense and makes me feel good and then I have days where I'm like sure that it's been seven hours and it's been five minutes and I don't know what to do next um but that's that's really that's really where I'm at um I hope you all are doing well and are staying safe cheers Hi, Asher and Living in This Queer Body listeners. This is Karina Rosella from Rise Up Good Witch. And thank you so much, Asher, for inviting me on this project. Your work is amazing. What I'm learning about living in this queer body during the times of COVID-19 is how important it is for us to heal our wounds of connection and disconnection in order to come together and support one another and create networks of collective care. And within this, I can ground myself into the earth and feel all my histories and what they had to teach me and my ancestors and what I've learned through their mistakes. And from this, I can show up and be better to all the other queer trans folks in my community, towards all of those who I love, because we are a collective and we are in this together and our inability to see this for what it is, our inability to recognize the fact that we're in this together is what will be our downfall. So I'm sending so much love and I'm casting so many protection spells for my queer and trans loved ones, those I have met and those I have not. May we all be safe and liberated. May this time allow us to step into our power as liberators of a broken world. Thank you. Love you all. Ayukui, my name is Coyote. I am currently in Lenape Hoking land, also known as New York City. I've been thinking about, in this time of COVID-19, what it means for me to be existing in my queer body. Right now, from social distancing, I've been surrounded by my own company in a way that I don't feel as though I've experienced since I was in online high school. I ended up going to online school to build a deep connection with myself as I came out as trans at an early age when I was 16. This time has returned me to that same sort of um, self-isolation, but also a time of nurturing and active listening that I have to hold with myself. I've begun to view my body as a radical site of transformation, something emotional and visceral. 
as a two-spirit person, my gender is my culture, and my gender is as old as time. My gender is um, immersed in healing, craft, and exchanges with others. This constant sort of reshaping and remolding I feel my gender as an energy which is often influenced by those that I share space with. So being alone in my own space and with my body, I'm constantly reminded of this free flow. I've been allowing myself to play and it's given me so much room to change my form and going from full face beat on some days with wigs to days with deep brows and grown out facial hair. Um, I'm actually waiting right now for my surgery. So this time is a daily reminder of my needs for my queer body and the breaking of skin that I've been needing for my own healing. I've been learning to show kindness towards my queer body and releasing judgment and shame, opening myself up to myself Sometimes leaving the house for me is really performative and it's a way to get by and to be safe and to even force myself to blend in. My body has a history of being targeted on the streets, so this time of isolation is forcing me to be introspective and not to be the same perpetrator of that rhetoric onto myself, Um, not continuing to have a narrative of cruelty onto like my hairy body with tits being unconditionally loving and um really accepting all the ways that I take shape and all that I feel has been a really major part of navigating this time of COVID-19 it's all that I can do There's this moment of deep-rooted self-care that is happening with myself and others, and I've been talking about that a lot with people within my networks and within my community spaces. So I think it is something that we owe to ourselves right now. Um, Being in this queer body is magic and sacred, and I'm returning home. Hi, Asher. It's Sarah Jane speaking to you from my apartment in Weeksville, Brooklyn. Um, I haven't left my apartment in seven days now, um, and I'm thinking about your question about what it is that I'm experiencing living in my queer body in this time. Um, I want to say that I want to be in contact with so many people thinking and talking about how this is going to change our consciousnesses and in what ways there's a sort of test here that's actually a test in every moment of every day in in what was the time that we thought of that came before this moment of of COVID-19 and the coronavirus sweeping across the world and and that really is, you know, what do you do with the invitation to a kind of nihilism 
that is with us all the time. And I'm learning for myself that being inside like this and in virtual contact with people I love and people I need to be in virtual contact with um, is sensitizing me in a whole different way to the world around me, my own body. Um, I have been learning that my unconscious has been rising to the surface in my dreams uh, with a ferocity that um, makes my dreams almost feel more real than my daily life. And I have been struggling with the reorganization happening to physical action. Um, I choose to focus on the gray areas or the gray of queerness instead of maybe the vivid um, rainbow of queerness <laughs> because I think it's in this in-betweenness that I um, can really admit to the weirdness of time, uh, admit to the shadow of the normal that we have been living with for so long and study it. Um, and also, I think, grant the kind of power that I want and need to to the different kinds of emotional co-laboring I'm doing with other people at a distance. And the tactics that become possible um, when we admit that we don't have a place, really, um, and that we need to find a place together all the time. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about right now. I hope you and everyone who hears this is um, as safe as possible and taking care. And I am grateful to everyone working um, actively to protect all of us in this time. Bye.